Hey, girl, hey. Hi, as you drink your coffee. Hi. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm going to do that. Mm, it was good. How you doing? Good. I just got out of the shower. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that says about my life because it's like you're four it. o'clock. You're yeah. killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Total. Oh, as I hit the microphone. Damn! Oh, I'm totally killing it. I'm not even sure if I washed my hair in the right order. Like conditioner first? Yeah, like I don't <laughs> even know. But I'm wet, so it, it means I'm clean. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Well, I'm surprised you didn't even dry your hair. Fuck, I never dry my hair. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so fucking It's lazy. almost dry. I know. Actually, it is almost dry. It feels very wet to me, but it looks almost dry because mm-hmm. I have the fucking thinnest, finest hair in the whole entire world. Mm. Actually, I Fine, think... like spun gold. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought you were naming like the type of a noodle, like spungolia. Oh. It's <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> no, it's more like angel hair. Yeah, for sure, like angel hair pasta. Um, but I think I'm going bald. Oh, like, no. I think my hair is falling out. Well, I think I have a thyroid issue. Oh, my God. Like, so many things just happened. <laughs> I'm falling apart. Do no. not Google any of your symptoms. Okay. Well, I get dizzy randomly. I mm-hmm. get nauseous randomly. I feel like my hair is falling out. I can't mm-hmm. eat one Cheeto without gaining 1,800 pounds instantly. Mm-hmm. I do eat a lot, though, so, you know, that's really not <laughs> I eat a little more than just the one. <laughs> like I It's like a family size bag. It's like I eat the whole bag. <laughs> like I have too much shit going on. Yeah, there's a lot. My solution is, is I need to fucking not do it. Yeah. Any of it. Yeah. Take a Except break. Except for the podcast. We'll keep the podcast. We'll keep the podcast. This is a fun part. Yeah. Although you scared the shit out of me today, or whatever day it was, Monday. <laughs> oh, because you thought you had to do Patreon? I was Patreon? like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do Patreon. Guys, I texted her because we always forget Patreon. It'll be like fucking the Friday night it's due and we're like, fuck. Okay, when can we meet up? How are we going to do this? Like, yeah. it's a struggle. Or it'll be like the day of recording. Like, hey, by the way, you should probably have research ready for tonight. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> so I was trying to avoid that. So I text Aaron and I'm like, hey, Aaron, heads up. This month is your Patreon and it's due next week, just so you know. And then I think you said fuck or something. And I was like, yeah, that would suck because you're going to have to do two in a week. Like that yeah, happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you did I, say like, well, at least it's not like, ah, oh, fuck on Tuesday or something like that. And I was like. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> like one day sooner. <laughs> and Aaron thought I meant today. Yeah. But I didn't. And then I texted her this morning and I was like, oh, my Patreon's not till next week. Idiot. Like, I'm going to procrastinate like normal. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I was like, okay, well, hey, at least it won't be a surprise. Okay. <laughs> also, Just trying to help you out. I'm like, you when you were like, it's not till next week, I was like, bitch, do I need to go back and screenshot, <laughs> screenshot some shit and send it to you? Because this ties into my goddamn. Because this has been happening to oh, my no. life all fucking You're day like, today. Per my previous text, that's per what I fucking, fucking said. <laughs> everything I have mentioned that nobody seems to be capable of listening to. <laughs> like <laughs> it was one of those days. So here's my goddamn. Are oh, you ready? No. Yeah. Um. So work has been insane, and my boss listens, and so does our family. What up, Chris? So you know she's well aware of all of this. I'm not talking any shit or anything, Katie. Everything's fine. We're fine, right? Everything's she's great. Fine. Everything's great. We're holding it together. We've got this. But it's fucking nuts at work. Like yeah. it is so busy. Also, I'm my role is kind of changing, so I feel a little flustered and like, oh my god, I have to like figure out how to manage people and still get my shit done and delegate. But also, I'm on these big projects, and the projects honestly are just going to shit in a handbasket. Like they're. It's going to be fine. It's going to come out fine. But the fucking journey to get there, 
is probably why I'm losing my hair. So anyway, it's just a disaster. And there's been a lot of like, oh, you have to do this work. Oh my God, it's super urgent. And then we get it done. And then I'll go to the next meeting and they're like, hey, by the way, that thing you did, it broke a lot of stuff. Can you undo it? And so then I undo it and then they come up with a solution and then I have to do it again. And it's just a fucking disaster. It's not mm-hmm. my type of personality is like, I like to do a thing and then be done with One it. One time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this shit. I think that's most people's personality. Yeah. <laughs> and like, my job is so intricate and detailed that you could fuck some shit up pretty easily. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of tools to make sure that we don't do that. So shit gets fucked up. So then I'm spending also another half of my day being like, what happened here? Here's what happened. Here's why. Here's how we fix it. Here's how it's not going to happen again. That kind of bullshit, right? Yeah. Okay. So this has been my life for a while now. Um, And this week started to ramp up again. It kind of like calmed down over the holidays. This week is starting to ramp up again. And today was one of those fucking days and yesterday where it was just like, you know, I would come and be like, hey, I have some questions because this doesn't look right. And the person I'm talking to would be like, well, you're not right. That's why it doesn't look right. Like your understanding is wrong. And I'd be like, well, hold the fucking phone because I just did all this other work under that assumption. Like we had meetings to clarify this and I had these assumptions and now they're not there and nobody documented. So there's no way to know who's right or wrong. But I have certain little screenshots from certain little presentations and they're like, I don't know how it got there. And I'm like, those are your fucking notes, man. Those are your notes that That's you were your supposed to do this thing we all agreed on. But nobody's being held accountable. Also, we're a team, so we're all going to work it out. Everything's fine. Whatever, right? Like, oh, no. It'll be fine. It's nobody's fault. Nobody is like, it's anybody's Feels like it's that guy's fault. <laughs> I think it's that guy's <laughs> fault. But I'm also like, it's definitely not your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But on all these projects, too, we're all kind of still friends, too. Like, we all get along. Yeah. We're all trying to get to the same goal line. Like, it really isn't a finger pointing, but it does get kind of heated for a minute of like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. You know, like, fuck. We weren't well, Especially when a lot of work gets put into it. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, seriously. And then yeah. I'm learning, too. Like, oh, okay, in the future, when this happens, make sure certain people are there. So it's not all on me of like, well, that's what Stacy told me. You yeah, know, and yeah. I'm being the third party conveying information. So, you know, listen, I'm learning. So that happened yesterday on one project. It all got cleared out, whatever. It's still not clear. I have so many fucking questions. But today on my second project, somebody sends an email and they're like, hey, Stacy, some shit is jacked up. Can you look at it? Like, this isn't right. And there's like, you know, I don't want to like name any, like, obviously I'm not going to name anybody, but I don't want to call them out even in their role because if it ever, you know, whatever. We'll call him Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you work with a Tyler, but he <laughs> I seems don't. like a dick. <laughs> I don't work with a Tyler. Okay. So let's call this person Tyler. Tyler's like, hey, some shit is jacked up. Can you look into it? And I look at it and I'm like, yeah, this shit is right. Like, this is what you told me to do. I did that thing that you told me to do. And homeboy Tyler comes back with me on blast with, like, everybody on an email thread. And is like, no, that's not what we discussed. Ew. This wasn't part of that. Throat punch. You shouldn't have done that, right? no. No. So I almost fucking throat punched my computer. Yeah. Like, this is the dumbest thing to be irritated at. It's not just this one thing. It's all of the things yeah. all of the time where I feel like I'm in an alternate fucking universe where like I'm present. I <laughs> Am understand. I crazy pills? I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. So we agreed on XYZ, right? And everybody's like, yeah, XYZ. Yay, XYZ. And then the next day they're like, we didn't say that. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Maybe you're schizophrenic. Yeah, could be. I hope so. Get Jesus. the fucking blood. I don't think I can test that. <laughs> I don't know either, but fuck, at least I'd have an answer. Okay, so this person is like, that's not what we said. So I immediately <laughs> email my, or ping my boss and I'm like, I'm going to fucking rage. Yeah. Only I didn't say that. I said it much nicer. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to freak out. Like, I can't. And I'm pretty honest. The socks are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty honest with my boss, too. Like, we're friends also. Yeah. And she does a really good job at, like, 
taming my tantrums. Because you know when you just get, mm-hmm. and you're like, somebody needs to hear it, or I'm going to say it to the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> so she's my venting safe space. So anyway, so I like ping her, and I'm like, I'm going to freak out. And she's like, oh, no, what happened? And then immediately she had read the email because she was on copy. And oh, she was yeah. like, what in the world? And then she came in clutch. And she was like, I remember you sending me a screenshot of Tyler telling you that X, Y, Z, whatever, that this is what should be done. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could kiss you on the forehead right now. I'm so excited. And I found it. I screenshot shot that shit. And it was like per fucking our conversation. This is what you said. And I put that screenshot in there and I sent that shit Reply out all. with everybody on copy. Katie was even like, maybe we should include their boss. And I was like. I already hit send. (laughs) Maybe we should send another. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it felt so good. Yeah, he included your boss. You for sure should have included his boss. Yeah, actually, he did include my boss. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck Tyler. (laughs) Fuck Tyler. I actually really like Tyler. Mm. Tyler and I are on a lot of projects together. And you, that's the thing that pisses me off, though, is, like, usually we all have each other's backs. Like, we're, mm-hmm. there's, like, a core group of people that move to all these projects. And well, it gets heated and intense. He doesn't have to call you out in front of everyone, though. Oh, Especially when he, you're wrong. I'm but learning because like, he's in a lot of stress, too. And I'm learning yeah. that he is quick to be like, that's not what I said. Mm. And, like, dump it on anybody else. But I never have evidence. And Coming this time, in with the receipts. I fucking had receipts. And it <laughs> felt so good. And it was totally a bitchy move. What did he say? I don't know. He hasn't responded? I mean, this happened literally right before you got here. <gasps> well, like, I don't know. Did you say? An hour ago. Per our previous conversation. <laughs> I said, per our discussion. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> got him. And like, there's I, no I way I that's not called just fuck you. Dude, usually in emails, especially in the corporate world, mm-hmm. you try to stay away from, like, you and I and all that stuff. Yeah. You say, like, our team or we mm-hmm. or, like, whatever. Like, you know, this team is supposed to do X, Y, Z. But you were, like, on January 6th and you <laughs> oh, said this. Oh, I was, like, play back the videotape. <laughs> like, fuck that shit. I'm so over it. And Can we get watch. an instant replay? Just so you know, nothing's going to change, and I'm probably going to have to undo everything I did. Like, mm-hmm. all I got mm-hmm. to do was say, I told you so, but fuck. It's still wrong, and it yeah. doesn't matter whose fault it was, because <laughs> you still have to do all the work. It but doesn't. also, don't try and blame that shit on me. No, uh-uh. Don't put that shit on me. Not today, motherfuckers. Oh, man. That makes me makes me real happy oh, for you. It makes me so happy, <laughs> but also, every time I do this, which is very rare... Every time I do this, my stomach drops because I'm like, what if I'm wrong? Right. <laughs> what if I'm dumb somewhere, yeah. somehow? You read it like 18 times. Because then like, you got to oh. eat crow. Yeah. You got to be like, oh, my bad. I misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I see it. Just so you know, I will come with the atomic bomb, though. <laughs> For future reference, put that in your fucking memory bank. Stacy's psycho. Oh, well, do you want to hear my goddamn? Hell yeah, I do. Um. Well, I... Yeah. The other day was, uh-huh. I don't know what happened. It was morning time and whatever happened, I just got super fucking anxious. Uh-oh. And then had anxiety the whole day. Oh, that's my life. But I didn't you know just what it was. Day? Did like, you drink the night before? That's called hangxiety. No. Get that a lot. No. What? I don't know what it was. I was hot all day where oh, it's God. like, oh, God, like something's wrong. What you day know? was this? Oh, God, I don't even know. Oh, okay. Was it, it was a couple this, days ago? This week, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess this week, probably. Maybe Monday, Sunday, somewhere around there. I don't fucking know. But mm-hmm. I was, like, not having it. I would, did not feel good. I, my body we was just, We did drink like, Sunday. Well, maybe it was then. Maybe, well, it was maybe it's anxiety on Monday. 
Maybe. Maybe it was. Sorry, Sorry to try to solve your problem that you're yeah, not asking me right? to solve. I'll it stop. doesn't matter who was wrong. <laughs> I'll stop. The problem stayed the same. And I was just in a fucking funk that whole day. And then I got home and I was telling Brandon even, I was like, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I don't feel good. If you say anything wrong to me, like, I will come at you. And I don't mean not to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't feel good. I don't. Oh, my God. I don't know we're what's the wrong. same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. Why? Why? I don't know. And he was like, why? Blah, blah. So then he hands me like a five, like, here, just enjoy your just day take a with the children. Chill. You know? Yeah. And that helped a lot. And then um, whatever. Help. That went on. And then the next day, I got, because my body goes into like fight, flight, or fucking sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> Self destruction. Self destruct. And I got the biggest fucking canker sore on the very tip of my tongue. No. The very tip of my tongue. Ow. So, like, oh, you want to say words? You, you, yeah, don't say those words. You, you can't use say that words. all the time. You can't eat. You, you can't fucking tongue. drink. You can't do anything. Let alone it's like anything else. Brandon's I, like, hey, and I'm like, fucking no. No blowies. <laughs> yeah, he's like, do you just want to do it? And I'm like, still no, I don't feel good. No, yeah. Did you hear the part where I'm going to fucking kill someone? Yeah, like, I can't move my mouth, man. Oh my God. Ugh. I feel the same way about like, I'm just super ragey and I don't want to be anymore. Like, I yeah. know I'm being ragey yeah. and irritable, but I don't want to be, you know, yeah. this is fucking mercury in retrograde. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It might be. Because I was on the phone with Brandon earlier in that day when I was all fucking anxiety yeah. yeah, and I I made a joke and he didn't find my joke funny and so I was like all right whatever oh, oh fuck you sucks right and then <laughs> I he had was a like, great joke back there yeah and I was like I just said a joke and he was like that's not what you said and then he told me like what he heard and I was like well that's not what I intended to say <laughs> you know like that came across different but like I see how you think that that's mean and so then I just like stopped talking about it because I was like all right fuck it man my joke wasn't funny I don't know it was funny in my head whatever yeah, and yeah. then I was just like pissy and obviously taking it out on like him and everything as else we do in the world <clears throat> yeah, as yeah my punching bag of a poor husband I know Ugh, I at least it's not thing. the kids I'm like <laughs> so you have a canker sore because you're stressed yeah mm-hmm. you're let me see it that motherfucker is huge it's fucking enormous. That's like the size of a pea on the yeah. tip of your tongue. It's like the whole fucking tip. You might need to have it amputated. It's like a part of your tongue was amputated. If I could get a guarantee that if I cut it off with scissors, it wouldn't turn into a bigger canker sore. <laughs> I would might just be a it. little sore. <laughs> yeah, it would just like bleed and then heal. I might do it at this point. Oh my god, it hurts god. so fucking bad. That's not. That was another reason when you're like, oh, you got Patreon. I was like, I can't fucking talk for that long. I'm not going to do it. I realize I've been talking a lot right now. It's numbed. So, like, also if I sound like a, you know. A lisping fool. Yeah, like a mom on some kind of prescription pills or something. (laughs) That's why. You're not on anything? I'm not on anything. I'm on life, man. <laughs> That's right. And this <laughs> ride fucking sucks. Yeah, and I'm ready to get off. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to make it better. I hope everybody could relate to everything we just fucking ranted about because that shit was real. Yeah. Yeah, well, it feels real. good. Feels yeah, good I feel great out. now. <laughs> Every time we do this shit, though, I always feel way better after. I do, like, too. Like, you leave, and I'm like, I feel like me again. Like, yeah. it fit in my skin. Yeah, it's like a little uh, boost of, I don't know, life back. My, like my soul back. Yeah. Like, like this is who I am. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you ready for this week's episode brought to you by me, Stacey? I've never been more ready for anything in my life. Fuck yeah, you haven't. Let's go. This week, I'm going to tell you about Lisa Pattinson. Pattinson? Pattison. Oh, Pattison. 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 Hmm. I like that. Lisa Pattison. All right. I actually watched this on Dateline with my father-in-law last night. Can I tell you something? My father-in-law loves Dateline just as much as you and I. So, like... Is he going to be our third? He might. (laughs) 
he might. We're not even in the story yet. I'm sorry. I'm going on a rant. I like it. I am telling you, though, like, you give me two seconds of one of those and just fucking Keith Morrison's voice alone mm. and I am in. Mm-hmm. And so that happens. And at the break, the commercial break, I was fully sucked in and I turned to him and I'm like, hey, do you like these shows? And he was like, oh yeah, I watch them all the time. And I'm like, okay, cool. That means that we're okay. Okay, I, cool. This is the rest of our night. Yeah. <laughs> he and I watched like three of them. Nice. And then the next night I sat down and he was laughing because he had the TV. Like we were all doing our thing and he was sitting down watching TV. And I sat down and he laughed and he goes, you got me hooked on these again. <laughs> and so we watched a bunch more. But Lee kept talking. I was like, I'm trying to fucking figure out what's going on here. And that was this case so I was like oh I'm gonna tell this case because it's fresh on my mind I had never heard it and I want to know how it ends because I didn't get to hear how it ended oh so there you go Lisa fucking Lee talked through it (laughs) yeah well I mean to be fair I don't even know what he's talking about (laughs) (laughs) to be fair I wasn't listening (laughs) he was talking to me but I don't remember what it was Okay, so in the early 90s, okay. Lisa was a single mother of a young boy, and she lived in Indiana. All right. I don't have a lot of information about her other Gary, than... Gary, Indiana? Gary, Indiana. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> I had to. Because you know I'm going to sing it. <laughs> um, I don't have much about, like, her background or anything, but I do know that she's, like, very kind, outgoing, smiley kind of person, mm-hmm. you know? Smile, light up a room. Exactly. So one night, Lisa and her sister, they go out to a nightclub to go dancing. And it was like a rare girl's night out. Somebody watches her baby boy. She gets to go out with her sister. And they go have a blast. Awesome. And while they're dancing away, Lisa meets a handsome man who just so happens to be a bodybuilder who's named Scott. Okay. Now, the two dance away, and they have a great time. And at the end of the night, Scott gives Lisa his business card, which was for his celebrity impersonation services as a Jean-Claude Van Damme lookalike. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> which, one, very specific. <laughs> you know, like, can you even imagine what he looks like? No. I had to Google him because I, I Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. I mean, I know what he looks like. I had to Google him because, like, I hear the name all the time, but I'm like, bodybuilder. And then I look at him, I'm like, oh, yeah, he was very fucking fit. I get it. Yeah. Bodybuilder looking dude. But, like, I don't know how you would look like him in the face. He he didn't look like him in the face at all that I think. Very specific face. It's a very (laughs) harsh face. Like, which this guy has, like, a harsh face, too. Hard face, you know? Like, looks angled. Yeah. The angled geometric. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, lines. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's, Uh like, cheekbones and jaw lines. There's a lot of things going on. Now, I wouldn't say not handsome, just very specific look, right? Hmm. Like, not you're you're not going to be like, whoa, blue eye, blonde hair, all-American dude. No, he's more like, whoa, who kicks some ass and takes some names. Like, he could be Rambo, maybe. If he didn't have muscles, he would look like a dweeb. (laughs) Did I say it? I said it. You said it. (laughs) Okay. So, allegedly, this guy looked like him, but I don't see it. But maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe it went, like, the makeup and the clothing and, like, the Like, he had, like, a, yeah, maybe he had, like, an attitude. Accent. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) In the 90s, though, he was probably very desirable. I'm sure, yeah. Now we're like, "Hmm, who the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so not cultured when it comes to, like, pop culture. You look like you're from the past. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so homie's looking like a Van Damme. Mm -hmm. And a very specific celebrity lookalike card gives it to Lisa. Mm -hmm. Now, she was so impressed by him that she called him back. I do parties. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, I need a celebrity lookalike. I guess on the way home, her sister was like, you're not going to call that guy, are you? Because he kind of looked like, you know, like muscle head kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Like kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
but she did. She liked him. She called him back and they started to date. And it turns out that Scott actually had a real job, too, working construction. Okay, makes sense. And within a year, the couple were married. Wow. Boom. Okay. So That's fast. Here's the thing about their wedding. It was, like, fancy. She came in on, like, a white horse... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she rode in on a white horse. How charming. Um, How charming. Um, this is my favorite part. And also I'm a dick. Mm-hmm. He dressed up like Beast from Beauty and the Beast because... Which she, version? Like... The people version? No. No! <laughs> How? 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 It was like a big furry... Maybe they're Stop. furries. I'm not here to kink shame. But he had like a big like hairy mask on and he had like the big blue and gold like tuxedo Stop. thing. And that's what he wore for their like first dance. Because she was his beauty. There's different ways that you could have done that. <laughs> so many other ways. <laughs> what? Like full mask. He had his full mask on dancing with her. And he like dipped her. Did they kiss? I don't know. I didn't see that part. I saw a two-second clip on, like, Dateline. Plastic mask. Oh, It was the 90s. It wasn't a good replication. No. (laughs) no. It wasn't movie quality. It was movie quality for the time, you know? For the time. Looking back, it's, like, very grainy footage, Mm. and it looks kind of like, you know, roadkill. Looking back, though, it looks like those old Halloween costumes where you're like... Uh, Was that supposed to be a beast? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. What about for, like, the vows? Like standing up at the altar. I don't know if mm. he wore it for all of it. Mm. I mean, what if he did though? Didn't he have a cape? Did he wear a cape? I don't know. I didn't see a cape. I don't think so. I think he just had like. So he wasn't going for accuracy. He was just going for maybe a like mask. the. He yeah, was like, I have the it. Idea of it. When else am I going to wear it? <laughs> Honestly, your <laughs> wedding was is like, the best time. Okay. <laughs> I know. She was like, that is so sweet. I wonder if he, she just showed up and he was in that. You know you know how, like, you're in front of people and you're like, well, uh-huh. I don't want to tell you you're an idiot. <laughs> okay. But also, I just married this, so I have to support this. Yeah, I have to, like, uh, be all in. Or maybe if she's like me, she loved Beauty and the Beast, and she was like, oh, my God, this is the sweetest thing ever. Although I wouldn't say those words. Was but... she wearing, a like, a no. bell wedding No, dress? she was wearing a normal wedding dress. Like, it just looked like a bride dancing with mm. the beast. Kill the beast. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a decision. That is a decision. I yeah. thought you were going to say he was coming dressed as Jean-Claude Van Damme, and I was like, that makes sense. I get yeah. it. It's his thing. Maybe it's like the Rambo one, though, you know? Like, yeah. ooh, there's a battle, and I'm battling oh. for your heart. Does he look like Rambo? Didn't he play Rambo? No. In, no. Um, not in not in actual Rambo. Oh. It was in... You're not I, You're not going to get an answer from me, because I don't, I don't even know this man. I looked him up, and I was like, I hear his name all the fucking time. Why can't I think of the movie name? Blah, blah, part two. Oh, is it a recent one about, like, all the people coming back and killing? No, it's oh. from, like, the 80s. I'll find it. Okay, yeah. Please do, to, because now. I didn't realize I didn't know who this was. So they have their wedding, full fucking mask, the Beast, Beauty and the Beast. And then, you know, obviously they all move in together with Lisa's young son. And Lisa's son starts calling Scott dad now. So they're all a big okay. happy family. Did you find the movie? No. Oh, you gave up? Yeah. Fuck it. I scrolled a little and it wasn't there. And I don't really know how else to search for it other than like IMDb and I don't want to go that far. We'll figure it out later. Yep. Tonight when we're like Someone will tell me. Trying to fall asleep. Yeah. Or they're going to be like, that's not who it is, Aaron. It's somebody else. And you also don't know who that is. Could be. But it looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure everybody knows who he is. I'm the only idiot that's like, mm, don't recognize him. Who? Yeah. <laughs> I know the name. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like everybody has to know the name, you know? Yeah. What, a, what a French name. Yeah. Very. 
Is it French? It is, is he French? French? I don't know. Wee <laughs> yeah, wee motherfucker. Jean Claude feels French. Yeah. Wee wee motherfucker. It feels very vampiric, you know? It does. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe he's Transylvanian. Ooh, perhaps. Okay, so Lisa's son is calling Scott dad now. Mm-hmm. And they're all big happy family. Okay. Now, Scott, he's kind of like big man on campus kind of vibes, if you didn't catch that from, like, bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And the whole, like, I'm going to be the main character at my wedding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking right. Like, how are you going to show up the bride like that? Right? Like, wow, she looks like she's standing next to him. <laughs> Is that the beast? Is that the beast? Now, do you think, because, like, Beauty and the Beast, did it come out in, like, 93 or some shit? No. Oh, God. It was probably earlier than that. Do you think some people didn't like know who 86? it was? <laughs> well, it had to be, like, new, you know? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that would be, like, if right now you had a wedding and... It was, like, I'm going to dress, like, Wednesday? No. I was thinking... I was literally <laughs> thinking of another Disney movie. Like, what What if Brandon was, like, I'm oh. just going to dress like Maui? Yeah. <laughs> and you're, like, okay. Cool. I'm not going to dress like Moana. <laughs> You can do that. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? For marrying me. That's For the saying vibes this yes. guy gives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so so Scott's Mr. Big. He likes big vacations. He likes lots of money, that kind of thing. Well, who doesn't? But he's mm-hmm. a construction worker. Not yeah, saying so that's a bad job, but like, can he make, afford lavish vacations? Sometimes they make a lot of money. Like if you're a contractor or some shit. Yeah, but construction worker is not a contractor. I don't know. Maybe he was a contractor. Maybe I just said construction worker because my head is the same thing. I don't really know. he works in construction. On contracts. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Fair enough. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I didn't dig that deep. But he's a roofer. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was a roofer. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I mean, they probably also get paid well, but Uh, not like lavish vacation paid well. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so he likes to spend a lot of money. He's super into fitness, obviously, mm-hmm. and he always encouraged Lisa to stay fit with him and, like, work out. Mm-hmm. So their basement— Hate it. Yeah. Mm, Love that for her. Hate yeah, it for sure. Me. If she likes it, whatever. Yeah. In their basement, they had gym equipment, and mm-hmm. it wasn't uncommon to find either of them working out down there. Hmm. So Lisa's friends say that she was always very conscious of the food that she was eating and constantly ensuring that she was, like, you know, staying up to the standards of being fit. Was she like that before him? I don't know, but I don't think so. Okay. Like, I kind of get the vibe that everybody's like, don't really like Scott, but she really likes him. So Mm -hmm. she's really going all in on this. Yeah. Like, she's, if this is what she wants and likes, then cool. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to jump to 13 years after marriage. Like, they've been married for 13 years. Okay. And so it's July 2nd, 2009. And Scott comes home around noon from work, and he had, like, a doctor's appointment or some shit to go to, and he was coming home to shower before it. So he comes home around noon, and when he gets there, there's music coming from the basement. And so that signaled to him that Lisa was down there working out. And so he does a shower, whatever, eats something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he dings around for, like, 15 minutes. And then he eventually goes down there to check on her. But prior to that, he had, like, called out to her, like, I'm home, and she didn't answer, and he was like, oh, shit. Her music's loud. She doesn't hear me. Yeah. So he goes downstairs, and when he does, he finds that Lisa is laying on the weight bench with the barbell crushing her neck, pinning her body to the bench, and her face is purple. Oh, no. And she's not breathing. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. So he immediately pulls the weights off of her, and he happened to be, like, an ex- first responder. I don't know what that means. I don't know if he was a firefighter, fucking paramedic, just an ex-first responder. Mm-hmm. 
So he begins CPR on her. Okay. And he does CPR, and it's not working. So then he scoops her up, takes her upstairs, puts her in the back of her his truck, but like in the cab part, not okay. like in, not like <laughs> in the bed of the truck. <laughs> Good luck. Hold on tight. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be so sad. Strap her down. Yeah. No, no, no. Puts her in the back of the cab, like on the bench there, mm-hmm. and he fucking starts peeling out, heading towards the hospital. Okay. And while he's backing out, he calls 911. And he's like, holy shit, my wife isn't responsive. The barbell was on her neck. I'm freaking out. He's kind of driving like a maniac to the point to where Lisa's body rolls off of the back seat Mm -hmm. onto the floorboard. Okay. And eventually the police or ambulance intercept him on his way to the hospital. And they take her to the hospital, but they're unable to revive her. And she is pronounced dead. Oh, my God. How sad. I know. Super sad. Also, I never want to die working out. No. No, or, or working. Work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not just at work, but like working out, working mm-hmm. on work, mm-hmm. doing something I don't want to do. Working in the garden? Nope. No, oh, I like garden. I like being in the garden. I like working in the garden. Mm. I don't want to die. Yeah, me either. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, if I were fucking planting roses and then all of a sudden I had an aneurysm or something, I'd be like, ah, that wasn't the worst way to go out. As you float away from your body. Yeah, like, <laughs> I planted those a little crooked, but that's it looks okay. kind of dignified right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they pronounce her dead. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way that she had died, police ruled her death as, quote, unattended, which basically means that they need to look into her death. Okay. To determine if it was an accident or something else is going on. Mm-hmm. They need to look further into it. So they start to do some digging, and they find some concerning clues. Uh-oh. So at first, when they examine Lisa's body, they found that um, the neck bruising and the and there's, like, an abrasion on her shoulder. And this lined up with her having a barbell on her throat and being crushed by the workbench or mm-hmm. whatever, workout bench. What's that thing called? Weight bench. There we yep. go. So that all lines up and checks out. And then police have Scott come in to the station for an interview. And I don't know that this was, like— common or you know required but like the investigator elected like hey let's get him in here and let's get his side of the story because just like he's just got a hunch you know like something's different something is weird i'm not liking how this is panning out yeah let's get scott in here so scott comes in and he tells the story to the police and he says that at 5 a.m that morning he woke up and the first thing that he did was he had to make a dump run (laughs) dump (laughs) (laughs) Uh uh-huh but you know, that lines up with being a construction worker. Like, I got to run to the dump real quick. And a man. You make <sighs> dump runs fucking, Brandon makes? Why? I don't know. Guy as, just fucking... As a kid, my dad would make so many fucking dump runs, and I'd sit in the car. And I would just... get out sometimes and be like, there's a lot of cool shit here. <laughs> I could probably find something in here. Can we bring anything home? <laughs> Can we take some shit back? <laughs> Actually... We had a bunch of shit in the back of our truck as a kid, and cats went in there, or a cat gave birth to babies in the back of our truck, because I must have been sitting there for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was very young, like four. And we were on a dump run, and I was sitting in the cab of the truck, and I heard all this like horrible meowing, and my dad had stepped on the tail of oh. the cat, or of a kitten. There were like three or some shit. Aww. And then he was like, oh my God, kittens! And then all of a sudden, I was in the dump in a truck with kittens in my lap. And I was like, oh my God, I love them! And I got to keep one. Oh, was that fluffy? No. Oh. No, Fluffy was when I was 10. That cat didn't make it. I don't even remember. I think, I don't even remember. It was a good old-fashioned trash cat. Probably yeah. ran away and said, <laughs> yeah, you open the door. Oh, yeah. We had a cat that hung itself with the blind cord. Okay. Yeah. This is getting dark. Let's, let's bring it down, huh? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, they're like, okay, dump run. He did a dump run. Mm-hmm. Um, he then claimed that he 
came back home and he picked up his stepson who was working with him. So the stepson's probably like 17, 18 or something by now. Yeah. And was working with him on the job site. So he came back home and I think he said it was like six or something like that. Maybe I don't recall what time. I think it was six in the morning. Pretty closely thereafter. Okay. And then they head to the construction site, and he worked there until about 11.30 when he went home to go shower before his doctor's appointment, and that is when he found Lisa. Mm. So he then explains, like, hey, I scooped her up. He keeps saying through the interview, too, like, I I know I probably shouldn't have, like, I probably should have just left everything there, but, like, I was acting off of my first responder knowledge, and I just started CPR, and then I just wanted to get somebody to her, so I scooped her up and just started driving to the hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, he says, and I called 911 along the way, blah, right? So police are like, okay, let's go check out this 911 call. And so they start to grow suspicious of Scott because the dispatcher on the call is almost like helpless. Like, Scott, like, why won't you pull over and start CPR? Like, stop driving. We're going to come to you, start CPR and help her. And Scott's just like, I already tried that. It didn't work. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Like, she's, she's, the CPR didn't work. But he's not really specifying that she is clearly dead. Just so just being unhelpful. Like, then what's the rush to get to the hospital? Yeah, if you're not going to stop. Yeah, if you're not going to do CPR. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're going to do CPR. Yeah. Like, at least keep doing it so we can save her life. You're at least pumping oxygen through her body and getting oxygen to her organs. Yeah. What the fuck? Hmm. Fucking suspicious. Yeah. Like, what what do you think they're going to do at the hospital? You have to... Try what they're saying. Try CPR. And he's just like, nope, I'm a first responder. I have experience. The CPR didn't work. Yeah. Trust me. She's going to die. Mm-hmm. So the investigators are like, that's really weird. Also, when they were interrogating him, questioning him, whatever, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, tell us what happened. And he was like, yeah, I took a corner and the body fell off oh. of the back seat onto mm. the floor. And the investigators are like, that's kind of a weird way to describe your dead wife. You yeah. know, like, who you haven't even confirmed you knew was dead. Yeah. Like, you're still trying to seek some sort of medical attention. Yeah. You just said if the anything, body. you might say her body. Yeah. Or she fell. Yeah. And it was, like, the body. Like, that's a weird way to describe mm. your wife. Yeah, that's pretty uh, suspicious. Impersonal. Yeah, very impersonal. But also, he's kind of a, you know, like a rough guy, it sounds like. I don't know. Um, I don't know. He seemed pretty romantic in the beginning. <laughs> he dressed as the beast. You're right. I almost forgot because he wanted to be the main fucking character. Yeah. So uh, just like he was the main character in all of this, he's like, I'm a first responder. I got this. It's if I can't work. do it, no one can. Yeah. <laughs> or do you not want her to be revived, Mr. Scott? So. Police are like, hey, Scott, how would you describe your marriage? And his first reaction was like, well, is there ever a perfect marriage? And they were like, "Mm, not the right answer, but at least honest. (laughs) But tell me. (laughs) Yeah, tell me more. And he was like, well, um, we are actually filing for divorce. Oh. And it turns out that Scott had filed for divorce like a month prior to Lisa passing away. What? What? And so they were like, why were you filing for divorce? Mm -hmm. And Scott explained that he had had an affair. Oh, no. Turns out this affair that he had, the lady that he had the affair with, was was some like prominent figure in the fucking area that they lived in, like a police chief's fucking wife or some shit. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know. I didn't write down all the names or the connector, like, fucking mayor of the city. That'll get you arrested. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) You don't want that to be known. No. Scott also explained, like, okay, I had an affair, but we're no longer seeing each other. And since I've filed for divorce, we've actually reconciled, Lisa and I. 
and we're actually withdrawing our divorce papers. Like, it's on hold for now because we're going to see if we can make this work. Mm. Okay. Mm. Was it actually withdrawn? Well, yeah. So one of the things that they did was they went back and, like, checked on, like, Lisa's finances and shit. And they saw that she had a lawyer, like a divorce lawyer, and, like, a retainer put out to retain said lawyer. And that money had been returned to her. So that is evidence that maybe they were trying to work things out and that she, like, you know, canceled that whole fucking meeting. So it is possible that they were putting that shit on hold. Okay. So they check out Scott and they, like, take pictures of his hands and all that other shit. And there's no physical injuries or anything to suggest that he had been in, like, a physical altercation with her by any means. Well, he's super strong. He's super strong. And also, you could choke somebody without having any evidence, right? Well, especially with a bump. Yeah. You just lean on. What it. the fuck? Am I having a stroke? <laughs> I think so. You might have barbell. There you go. Yeah, yeah, with a barbell, because then she's gonna like hold onto the bar and try and get it off or whatever. Yeah. Like not necessarily on his hands, but if he was like raw. Yeah, and she's just trying to get it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Could be. So, I'd bust him in the nuts though. I'm assuming he's standing over you. Like, Ooh, how? Bust him right in the nuts. Yeah. I'm like you're not never, never gonna have babies. Just wait, girl. So the police go to the home and they're like, hey, let's check out what the home looks like. Let's check out this possible crime scene. Yeah. So they get to the house. It's fucking pristine. Like she kept a very nice home. Oh, I know. And they go downstairs. I know. Fucking right. I say lucky like I don't have the capability to do that. Yeah. But like I won't. Uh, Me either. Willpower (laughs) zero. Do I care? Probably not. Uh, It would be nice. But I'd love it for my mental health. I just need a mom in my house, but, like, not in my house. Wish I had one, too. <laughs> yeah, you're just dead. That sucks. <laughs> wonder what it's like. Got him. <laughs> I don't wonder at all. <laughs> it's all right. I could tell you about stuff that you, you don't have anymore. I know. <laughs> like, dads. How's, how's your dad and shit? <laughs> <laughs> He's really good. He's. I'm so lucky mind. to still have him. <laughs> <laughs> if anything. <laughs> so... They go downstairs. They check out the house that looks normal. They go downstairs and they find the bench. And they find that the bench was set up with the bar lined up with the neck of somebody, not the chest of somebody. So, like, somebody was working out with the bar over their fucking neck. Mm. But that does line up with Scott's story of, like, her choking on it. Like, she probably fucking slipped. It fell on her neck. It was an accident. She choked. Like, had it set up wrong. Yeah. Also, the bench that they had had these, like, safety latches that you could put to keep the barbell from falling on you. So, like, I don't know if this is, like, standard gym equipment because I don't know anything about gym equipment, but the barbell was, like, sandwiched between two guiding bars, right? So on each side you had guiding bars and the barbell was in the middle. Yeah, you can't move the barbell left or right. It just goes up and down. That's the only way it can go. And on the barbell itself it had these hooks. And these hooks, if you twisted your wrist, the hooks would go into those... Mm. Like into the mechanism to hold the barbell for you. So Mm. like it was a safety feature. If it gets too heavy and you can't push it back up to like re-rack it, "Eh." you twist your wrist and it hooks in. Okay. And they also had these clamps basically that went between those two bars that guide the barbell. And you could clamp it at a certain spot. So if you accidentally stopped or struggled or dropped it, it would stop before getting to your body. Yeah, makes sense. But those clamps were on the ground next to the machine and not on the machine, those safety clamps. Mm. But the barbell did have the, like, hookies. So she could have twisted her wrist and gotten it off her neck. Okay. Potentially. Okay. It is a little bit weirder that the bench is lined up at someone's neck like if it, it has, like, guiding right. bars. Well, that would have been, like, the bench was slid around, right? 
Like, does it slide up and down? I'm yeah, the bench yeah. moves. But all I'm thinking, all I was thinking was like, oh, it's not that weird that the bench is there because maybe someone like grabs it from here and then like pulls it forward. And oh yeah, does no, like that. no, yeah. But it like, is weird. You're gonna just do it right over, like, like it was set up wrong. Yeah, nobody's doing that. No. <laughs> but anyway, so now on this barbell mm-hmm. in the basement, mm-hmm. there was what investigators noticed, like an oily looking spot on the bar right in the middle. Like as if somebody's sweaty neck had touched it, Mm -hmm. right? So they were like, oh, that lines up with his story too. Like you can see that the neck did, or like her neck could have pressed against this bar that would have caused that bruising. Like everything is lining up. Mm -hmm. So then investigators are like, all right, let's try this out for ourselves. Like fuck evidence. I'm sure they like collected evidence and shit. But eventually. (laughs) They were like, hey, Jim, take off your shirt and get on here. See how much you can bench. Exactly. I bet you can't beat her weight. (laughs) Yeah. She had it set at 225. What can you do? <laughs> but they either get a like the exact same machine or, you know, like like her machine or a fucking replica and they rack it up to the same weight and everything and they try it. Like, hey, if this were on your throat, mm-hmm. like if this could you roll could out? you get out? Yeah. And what they found was that it actually was pretty easy to like literally just like push back up and re-rack. Like if it had fallen on you. Well, it, maybe for like a super strong dude. Well, I mean, maybe, but like, what I don't think that's up for her PR. So their whole thing was like, okay, if she had dropped it from like full high up here, that shit would have like guillotined your ass, mm-hmm. and you would have been fucking. Your neck would be broken. You'd be laying there and then suffocate because you're mm-hmm. whatever, not capable of getting yourself out. Mm-hmm. But if you were struggling because you're like, oh my god, I'm so tired, mm-hmm. is it easy enough to just like twist your wrist and rack it back up? And it was like so there the theory being like if it fell on you, it either fell on her like a guillotine, knocked her out and then she's being choked and dies. Mm-hmm. Or if she's struggling, she could have easily just twisted her wrist and re-racked it. So like, they're like while it was still on her. Like what if she's like, oh, I can't get it up. You probably wouldn't want to. But also they put the, the barbell on their neck and then they squished out of it very easily. So, like, the only way you can't get out of it is if you're not conscious. Like, if you're not aware. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you would be like, oh, and, like, slip out of it. Yeah. And it was light enough that you could do that without having to re-push it back up. Like, so let's say you're exhausted or something. Okay. So then the other theory is, like, okay, maybe while she was doing this, she had, like, a fucking heart attack or some shit. Okay. So. The they, autopsy revealed she did not. Precisely. They do an autopsy, and it comes back, and it showed that she had died from asphyxiation due to slow neck compression. So the guillotine thing did not happen. Like she didn't have Uh any broken bones or anything. Trauma. Yeah, it was like pressed on her neck, and she slowly died due to lack of oxygen. Oh my god! They also showed no signs of any heart conditions or issues. Like she didn't have a heart attack. It wasn't a stroke. Like what the fuck happened? Horrifying. It's super horrifying. With the findings of her autopsy, along with like what the police are saying and everything, her friends and family start to like question why Lisa was even using the the weight bench because I guess her neck or her back or something she had problems and it was like common knowledge that her back or neck hurt her and so because of that she never lifted anything like at work her co-worker was like it was my responsibility to lift boxes like Christmas ornament boxes light boxes and I had to pick those up she didn't lift anything And then her family was like, I've never heard of Lisa saying that she was lifting weights. She always used the treadmill. But again, that could line up if somebody had never used it before. They're inexperienced. It's lined up over their neck. Twist your wrist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So her family is like, 
suspicious. This is suspicious. And also, they kind of don't really like Scott, right? Because they know about Scott's infidelity. Mm-hmm. They knew that the couples were the couple was on the rocks. They know he's kind of like big man on campus kind of vibes. And they're just kind of like, you know, he makes her happy, so I'm okay. But now all of this is coming out, and they're like, I have some fucking questions. Mm-hmm. And I guess Lisa had confided in close friends or family that she was going to change her life insurance because of the divorce, right? He filed for divorce. So one of the first things she did was like, hey, I'm going to change my life insurance so that my son gets everything and he's not going to get anything. Yeah. Did she already do that? So here's the thing. I don't really fucking know. So I guess it was all around that same time. And I'll probably get to the bullet point and then be all confused. It was all around that same time. She had like the paperwork mailed to her. But they don't know where it is. Like, they don't know. In, when I was reading the article, they don't know if she had, like, signed it and mailed it out. And it was, like, in the mail while she had been murdered oh, or God. what. But Scott got wind of this after she died. She finds out. And I don't know if, like, the son told her or what. But somebody tells him, like, hey, you're not going to get any fucking life insurance. Yeah. And he finds out. And he almost, like, pesters her family. Like, hey, did I? Did she sign it? Do you know if she signed it? Am I going to get the life insurance? And they're like, that's really fucking weird right now. And also inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Like, even if you're wondering it, like, it's probably pretty natural to be like, hmm. Like, if you are innocent, it's probably pretty natural to be like, I wonder if I'm going to get any money. Yeah. But, like, you don't go pestering people. You don't say that shit out loud. You don't say it out loud. No. (laughs) No. I had a family member pass away. And even to you, I was like, I would never say this to anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but. You think? Do you think I'm in the will? Yeah, like, (laughs) is that. That'd that'd be kind of nice. It's kind of nice, but, like, unfortunate. Yeah, like, I would give it up for them to be here, For them to be back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Especially as a spouse, like, uh, and if she kept the house pristine, she's worth more than her weight in gold. Uh, honestly, though, seriously. But I don't know, I don't have the answer if he got it or not. I should have probably dug a little deeper, but honestly, I was kind of rushing to get the research done. So, uh, you uh, know, good question. But while all this is going on, the autopsy also reveals another interesting clue. Mm-hmm. Lisa had these little tiny, tiny bruises all over her back that went from like her neck down to her waist, like, you know, her fucking back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know where her back is. Yeah. yeah. You know what that looks like? You know where that range <laughs> like is? Between your neck and, and your, like your butt? <laughs> yeah. Like that area. Okay. Like yeah. your torso. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like on <laughs> the, the back side the of The back it? of your torso. Okay. Yeah. That. Okay. Do you need me to draw a picture? <laughs> it might help. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So she had these little tiny bruises everywhere that are called patiki, patiki, patiki. It's a, re- a weird looking word. I've never heard of it before, but... I guess they're like these teeny tiny bruises that are barely visible to the human eye. Mm-hmm. And they would show up if someone had been possibly straddling her body and sitting on either her chest or her torso, holding and pinning her down while they press the barbell on her neck. Fuck that. Right? So, this wasn't enough evidence to, like, deem her death a homicide. Did they check his fucking hips? For what? Like, if I was going to fight back. Oh, yeah. You know when you were like, I would kick him in the balls? I just kept thinking, but what if they're sitting on your stomach? I'd fucking grab his balls. But but do you think you can? Yeah. You just, like, grab him? Right here. I assume your arms are here. What if he's, like, laying on you with the barbell? Grab his sides. 
That's why Ooh, I said grab his hips. Scratch. Like, but she fucking... was probably like, get this shit off of me. Yeah, she was probably like that, but then I'd be like, I'd tickle Now him. I'm going to leave some evidence. Like, you know, when you're I'm gonna tickle them. play fighting and stuff, and yeah. then you just like touch their armpit, and, and they, they go, like, hey! With like their fucking arm down, yeah, elbow you in the forehead on accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. how I always get them. Yeah, like, this side, and he goes like, eh, like don't do that. And this this side. Could you imagine like Brandon's trying to murder you, and you're like, I have my secret weapon. I'm gonna fucking goose his ass, <laughs> and it works. That's another good one. Yeah. yeah, if you can get around there and just like all fingers in. Yeah, <laughs> boop. Fucking they, like, curl up real quick. Yeah. Just enough Stop. time to get out. <laughs> Don't touch me there. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, my it didn't husband. work for her if she tried that. <laughs> or maybe... So I'm asking if they checked his body for bruises. Yeah, well, they checked his, like, outside... His hands? Yeah, yeah I great. know. Well, if she didn't okay. do it here, then yeah. go for the sides. Man, nobody better murder us. Leave scratches Check everywhere. their sides. Yeah. <laughs> Someone murders me and they don't have any hand things, check their sides. That's where I go. <laughs> Evidently. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so uh, it wasn't enough evidence to deem it a homicide, but investigators are like, fuck, we have some questions about Scott. Yeah. So one day, the investigators randomly, out of the blue, get a call from a home security system business. Now, I should mention... When she was murdered, not murdered, we don't know yet. Allegedly. Spoiler alert. So when she died, the police showed up and they were like, hey, do you have any like security footage? I see cameras. Can I have the footage? And Scott was like, oh, it hasn't been working. And so they look and they see that the DVD player that would record it or whatever didn't have any DVDs in it. <laughs> so they're like, damn. How unfortunate. Oh, technology. Oh, technology. How you have failed us yet again. Yeah. So, okay. So they get this random call from a worker at a home security system business, and they have something interesting to share. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, we just got off the phone with this customer who was having some questions about their home surveillance system. And uh, when we got to their home, we noticed that there was no like DVD or anything in there. But the device itself has a hard drive that will save you know, current events or whatever. And that customer is Scott. And we know some shady shit shit has been going on. Like, would you be interested in that? And the police instantly got a search warrant or got warrant to like, you know, go get that fucking recording device. Mm -hmm. And they fucking blaze down there and they get it. And it was still sitting there. So they got it. They recover the hard drive. Yeah. And so uh, what they find is that Scott lied. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Boom. <laughs> Got him. So as you follow the the video, you can see, like, his story lines up to a certain point. You do see him leave for a dump run. He does come back and pick up his stepson, and then they leave for work again. But at 8.30, you see the day that she dies. You see Scott come home from work, and then, you know, he just goes in the house or whatever. That's all you really see. And then you see him come out at around 10 a.m. and he's standing outside and he's in different clothes. He's not in his work clothes. He's in like a T-shirt and shorts and he's talking on the phone. And then you see him again at noon where he's like peeling out, taking Lisa's body. So to the he hospital. was home that whole time. He was whole, home the entire fucking time. Like when she died, what? he was home. Didn't you say that he took the stepson to work? Did they work yeah. together? I assume yeah. they did. Yeah, I would think so, too. So then, like, the stepson would have to be like, yeah, I didn't see him at the work site. Yeah. But he could have been like, yeah, I was on another work site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he I could have really been somewhere else like, or yeah. on a different job or whatever. And not tell his son that he left. Yeah. So, like we said, Scott was home the entire time that she died, and he could have potentially killed her. So the Could invest- have. Yeah, could have. So the investigators have proof that Scott was lying, and uh, they immediately arrest him. Good enough for me. Exactly. And they send him to trial for the death of his wife. So 
there's a lot of other shit that happens, but here's the interesting bits. It comes out in trial that during that time that Lisa was murdered or died or whatever, allegedly murdered, Scott and his mistress were actually still actively seeing each other. So there wasn't a reconciliation going on? No. And um, they exchanged 130 text messages on the di- on the day that Lisa died. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And that phone call that Scott was making at 10 a.m. when he was standing outside that the surveillance footage caught, that was to his mistress. Mm. Also, they found that he sent a text while he was driving with Lisa's dead body in the back of the truck. He sent a text to his mistress. Now, they said in the article, it said um, three letters or three character text message. And I think I want to say from what I recall in watching the show that he had text 911 and that that was like his common sign known between his friends and family that that meant that there was an emergency, obviously, Mm -hmm. or like it was like his short code for like shit's hit the fan or like I need help or something like that. Why would he text her that? I don't know unless she knew what was going on. I, I would think it would be like, I'll lie. What's that mean? I love you. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't really know. That part kind of confused me and I didn't really dig that much either. But like he's texting her while his dead wife is in the back of his truck. And he should be on the phone with 911. That's pretty suspicious. Or like doing CPR. Like yeah, yeah. Tested. Like fucking not doing everything else he's doing. Yeah. So police are like, that's suspicious. During- Do we think she was in on it? I don't know. I have a lot of questions. They don't really cover her side of anything in this. Really? She does get brought up as a witness, and she does say, like, I absolutely, like, you know, we were actively in, because the trial's like a year later, Mm -hmm. and she's like, yeah, we were actively in a relationship, and I did love him, but I don't know what else was said. But Hmm. then they ask her, like, do you still love him? And she said no, but Scott was, like, you know, devastated when she said no. You killed someone. Yeah, what the fuck, bro? What makes you think I want to be next? Right? Get the fuck out of here. That's probably why she testified. Like, "Mm -mm, not me. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. I didn't know all that shit was going down. That's fucking shady. Mm -hmm. Maybe. So, like I said, Scott was the big money guy, right? Mm -hmm. And he liked big fancy vacations. So, they had a motive, obviously, that, you know, he stood to inherit a quarter million of the dollars Mm -hmm. from her life insurance. So that was his motivation. Like, if they got divorced, he could potentially lose half of his company or his business or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or if she were dead, then he would get a quarter of a million dollars from her life insurance. He didn't want to share his shit with her. So the prosecution claims that Scott decided he would benefit best if Lisa were dead. And so he, you know, sat on her, got her on the weight bench somehow, sat on her, put the, the barbell against her neck until she died, and then faked all the other shit. Yeah. The defense, his defense comes back and says, hey, sure, Scott and his mistress were still texting and everything, but that doesn't mean that he, like, this still could have been an accident. He's not a murderer. Yeah, yeah, like, this still could have been an accident. So, like I said, they were the ones who dug up, actually, that Lisa's retainer had been returned, Mm. her lawyer retainer. And so they were like, see, look, the the divorce really was on hold. They were trying to reconcile. Also, they said that someone who's not experienced using the bench press could easily have, like, gotten stuck or not been able to wiggle out of it or, like you said, didn't know that you could, like, twist your wrist and rack it back up. They also claimed that she didn't have any bruising on her back, but that instead was signs of, like, natural blood pulling after death, like okay. she, if she had been there for a significant period of time. Mm-hmm. The defense also found that Lisa had... 
this drug in her system that was like a diet pill or something mm. along those lines. And she had three times the recommended dosage. Jesus. And that some of those side effects would be like irregular heartbeats and fainting. So they're like she could have been working out incorrectly. Her heart fucking went crazy. She faints. It falls on her. And then she chokes because of that. Okay. So they claim that that's what happened. And while she worked out, it was an accident. It fell. Whatever. I could get on board with a lot of that if it wasn't proven that he was there the whole time. Right. So they were like, as for all of that shit, for as. He might still be like, help. (laughs) Or Scott. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Exactly. Ah. As for all of that, they were like, okay, yeah, he did lie to police about being there, but he had a reason. He was worried that they would suspect that he had done something and he didn't want to be suspected as the killer. But then lying about it is more suspicious. Way worse there. And they they were like, yeah, it was a terrible idea, but that is why he did that. And that is really the truth is what they're saying, right? Um, And that's the truth. So it goes to jury. The jury deliberate. And I fucking think this is so cool. The jury asked the judge, can we see the weight bench? So they get the weight bench. And somebody who is like the same make and model as Lindsay. Make as and Lindsay, model. As Lisa. <laughs> is like, hey, let me try to, like, if that had fallen on me, let me see. Because they know it, it wasn't a guillotine drop. Mm-hmm. But if it fell on me, would it be easy enough for me to, like, scooch out of it or whatever? And it was like, t- took her two seconds. It was like a very easy, like, roll out of. Okay. So that was enough evidence for them to determine that somebody held that there on her And I guess they didn't have any more questions about whether or not she was conscious when it happened. I don't know if they were like, okay, but diet pills, whatever. It's not. Well, also, I think even if you were unconscious and it landed here, it would naturally, because your neck is round, it would naturally fall to. (laughs) Mine is. Not to brag. (laughs) It's a perfect. It's got a lot of things in there, though. Yeah, but. The weight would, like, you're not going to be perfectly centered, you know, mm-hmm. like a fucking balance a sword on your finger. Oh, finger's. yeah, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, it's not just going to, like, sit right there. It would fall to one side. Oh, but it's stuck in that machine, That it's stuck in that up and down thing. So, like, it can't fall. It could go up, I guess, if that's what you mean. Like, Yeah, it could just go wonk. But it's got weights on each side, so, like, the weights would stop it from going wonk. Does that make sense? No. How would the weights stop it? Because it's got, so it's got, like, two I guess it's got like four poles, right, mm-hmm. on either side of the person pushing up on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in between those, f- there's two on each side. Mm-hmm. Um, and in between there is where the barbell goes. Uh-huh. But it's just a bar. But it's a just a bar. bar. Loose it with weights on the end. With weights on the end. But so, it could still do this. But those weights are on the end, on the opposite side of those rails that are uh-huh. holding it up and down. So if it tips, it can only tip so much before the weight is going to stop it. Like it's not going to tip all the way off. Does that make sense? This is the shortest dumbbell you've ever seen? Or whatever it is? No, it's big, but like those rails are right there next to the weight. Those rails are like closer to the weight. Hmm. So they don't have as much room to like tilt or wiggle. Okay. Okay. Maybe. But. Maybe. But. Mm Mm-hmm. The fuck? So anyway, the jury finds him guilty and he gets 60 years in prison. Holy shit. Yep. And that's the end of my story. Wow. I feel so bad for her son. Oh my God. Me too. Her son lost... Like, and he said something. It was, it was a lot of really sad stuff that I was like, I don't want to put this. I don't want to be a downer. It's so heartbreaking. But he said something like, you know, it's been me and my mom my whole life. Ugh. And I lost, like, my one person that's always been there for me. Oh, I know. Oh, honey. Don't you just want to be like, call me your mommy? That's probably how it gets all the ladies, huh? Call me your mommy. <laughs> yeah, he's probably older than us now. He so. is, huh? 
that's he's funny. He's like, I'm fine. I yeah, I don't need adjusted. a mommy. Yeah, I figured it out. Okay, you're not going to be here and help me. Yeah. I'll play Mario with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give your childhood back. God, that's so fucking sad. Isn't that so sad? All for money. Which obviously he didn't get because he went to prison for it. You can't collect on it if you did it. That's like fucking fraud. It's like one of the rules. It's like one of the main <laughs> rules about life insurance. Ugh. But you and can't do it on purpose, money. though. That's so stupid to me. I know. And because you're a fucking cheating whore. Yeah. You yeah. women stealing cheating whore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to that case, go to our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. And while you're there, join our Facebook group. We are called the Goddamn Pod Group. And it's so much fun. And we all hang out and talk. And it's great. Also, if you want to email us, do that at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review on any device that you use to listen to us on. Go tell all your friends so that we can continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and do some shit and become some things and have so much fun all together. That's our song, and we love you, and we will miss you till next week. Bye. Bye.